cue that music so too quick. Oh, things just going wrong, haywire all around this place. Uh, that was the music for my co-host, El Vacant. El Vacant, you there? Si, senor. Como esta? I'm trying to figure this out. I am. Oh, I'll tell you something, El Vacant. Ever since the maestro took over, things just keep going wronger and wronger and wrong. And I know it's not a word, but I don't care at this point. I, I've, I've pulled basically all my hair out. Has he affected you as badly as he's affected me, El Vacant? I mean, not... Apparently, no, because, you know, I'm here, my mic works, you can hear me, right? Yes, so far, but you never know. All I, right, I don't well, you and, never know, it's true. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Black Friday pay-per-view live here on the Madness Radio Network, uh, R.A.W.S. Black Friday, the annual day after Thanksgiving pay-per-view live from the mecca of all professional wrestling Madison Square Garden and El Vacant. I tell you, we talked a little about it last week, but we've got a lot to talk about tonight because some other matches were made just a couple days ago were finalized, and including our main event. It will be the Immortal Griffiths defending the World Heavyweight Championship against a simply the best. It is the second time these two have squared off for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh They've also met at Radiversary back in early and late May. Uh, of course, the Immortal Griffith was the victor. But now, this time, just a few months later, simply the best getting his second opportunity. But, of course, if the Immortal Griffith is successful defending that title against STP tonight, he is almost guaranteed to become the longest reigning R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Champion in R.A.W.F. history. Your thoughts on the main event? Uh, I think it's going to be a huge fight. Um... I think, uh, you know, simply the best uh, is a hell of an opponent. Uh, you know, they've, they've fought before, and it's, it's always been a good fight. And I think, uh, you know, the pressure is definitely going to be on when they compare to the champion. Indeed, it is going to be an incredible matchup. I have a feeling I know simply the best has been hankering for that rematch ever since losing at, back at Radiversary. So it will should interest, be a very interesting match. Oh, and also, Hobo Ezekiel taking on the Maestro of Madness. Uh, <clears throat> if by some miracle Hobo Ezekiel can beat the Maestro, and I and I have little confidence, as you can probably tell, uh, Maestro is gone, and we get Lord Amadeus back. Uh, your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts are maybe you should just get past what your issue is and just root for the guy, right? Because, you know, I don't know about you, but I'd really rather have L.A. back. Yes, he? I mean... Uh, you don't have to I look mean, at I, I, You just have to root for not him. That I, I, I agree. You're right. I should be rooting for him. But I, I do wish in my heart and hearts it was like Griffith or Mithras or Paragon taking on the Maestro uh, tonight at Black Friday, but... Uh, I will be, for once in my career, rooting for Hobo Ezekiel as much as it pains me to do so. That being said, Mithras will defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against a Beast. Yeah, that one should be a very interesting match. No Beast looking for his, looking very forward to this matchup, wanting to win his first Platinum Dragon Championship. You have Chris Cage defending the national title against Claymore. And this is probably one of those rare occasions where almost everybody's rooting for the unsettled one here, El Lincoln. Uh, 
Yeah, probably Drew. After what he did. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose if... I, yeah, in that case, I, I, I rarely root for Chris Cage myself, but in this case, just like with Hobo, I suppose I have to do so uh, just because I don't want to see Claymore having any more success after what he pulled last month. Getting back to Mithras and Beast, quick uh, quick prediction what you see happening there. I'm sorry, we, uh, which match are we discussing? Mithras and Beast for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Um, I suspect Mithras will hold that. I, I do. I mean, I, no, I, I like, I like Beast a lot. I think, I think there's a chance he could win, but I, I just, I think, I think Mithras is going to pull, pull out all the stops to hold on to this title. Mithras defending three titles tonight here at Black Friday, including the Platinum Dragon Championship. He's also defending the Powerball Championship against Mr. U-Taker, who just recently became active in IWF, won the Powerball Contendership Tournament, and will face Mithras for the Powerball Championship. Uh, uh, Mr. U-Taker, very impressive in that tournament. Can he surprise Mithras and win that Powerball Championship? Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a lot about uh, about Mr. Taker, um, so I don't have a lot to say here. I mean, but because that's true, I suspect Mithras knows about just as much about this his opponent this evening, and maybe that uh, maybe he gets taken by surprise. You know, maybe maybe that's her uh, her in for that title, right? There's a, you know, she's an unknown quantity. We're speaking Mr. Utaker, not Mrs. Utaker. Oh, I thought you said Mr. Utaker? I, I mean, I don't know them either, but so it still applies, but I thought you said Mrs. Well, te- his legal terminology in R.A.W.F. is the, the correct, is the term what they use in WWE, so I'm using Mr. Utaker rather than Mrs. Utaker, if you get what I'm saying. I don't want to call him that name. See, see under- I, I, I got you. Gotcha. All right. Mithras the door. Right. Uh, this just in, Chris Cage won the High Voltage Invitational and is thus challenging Mithras for the White Lightning Championship. So it's a rematch from last month where Chris Cage lost the title to Mithras. Chris Cage looking to regain it tonight. These two have been, had quite the battles for this title over the past few months. Your thoughts? I think you're right. I think there's been quite a lot of battles. I think um, I think it's going to be one of the one of the fights to really watch tonight. Indeed. So a big night for Chris Cage, big night for Mithras as well. That should be very interesting. Marcus Conan, also a big night for him. The Irish icon challenging for two RAWF championships. He is the arsehole of the month, just winning winning that a couple days ago to gain a shot at Denzel the Giants Men's Championship. They square off, and then he is also challenging the Hawkster for the FUBAR City Championship. Talk to me about Marcus Conan's night and how you predict he will do in his two title opportunities. I, I think he's going to walk out with 24 pounds of gold. Is that one or two? Do they, do do they each well? Both the 12 pounds. Who knows? You believe the Irish icon will win both championships tonight? I do. He will defeat I, do. I think I think he's going to come in and he's going to put up put on a display and he's going to walk out of here with two straps. Mm, very interesting, Marcus Conan. A huge opportunity tonight when he squares off for two RAWF championships. 
the midnight Hobo Championship match, one I know you're looking very much forward to, and I know I am as two, as two uh, lovely ladies, Maeve O'Hare and Starlight, battled it out for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Your thoughts? All right, I think it's going to be a great match, and I'm going to be at ringside paying great attention. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's still going to be Andy Stills. We shall see. We are all looking forward to that match, to say the least. I know I am. <coughs> Excuse me. Luke Cage will defend the Triple Crown Championship against Wildfire and Kayla the Governor. Wildfire, of course, a fellow member of the greater good with Luke Cage. Does Kayla have a chance in hell of walking out with that Triple Crown Championship, considering that those two will be in no. her competition? No, zero chance in hell. Do you think do you think Wildfire can wrest that title away from Luke Cage? I think she has a better chance, but I think in all reality, you know, loyalty will come first, and I think they're going to fight together to make sure Luke keeps the belt. Could very well be. It would not be the first time, and it is. It is. It's. It is hard to say since Luke Cage has won that Triple Crown Championship and almost every title defense he's had since then. Uh, a member of the greater good has been in there with him. Whether that has been, whether that has been the key to his success is undetermined. But uh, Papa Shaker was in the last couple, and uh, so it's been an interesting reign for the Triple Crown champion Luke Cage. It should be a very interesting night for that match at Madison Square Garden. Kane, the governor, the reigning multimedia champion, defends against a Money Sue, an REWF Hall of Famer who. While for some reason he has very short-term memory and says he's never won the multimedia title, the truth is he's a two-time multimedia champion, and he's looking to become a three-time if he beats Kane tonight. Who do you like here? Um, his uh, failing memory aside, uh, I, I think he will. He, I think Money Sue is going to win this. I would tend to agree. I tend to agree because when Money Sue is mo- extremely motivated, he's one of the best in RAWF. Uh, well, you know, the stats don't lie. He is a Hall of Famer for a reason. So I could, I concur. I think Money Sue may be, most likely will be the new multimedia champion. But Kane, the governor, he's a very tough cookie. We will find out if he can hold off Money Sue tonight. Killer Neptune defended the Champions Choice Championship against Diesel Warrior. But, of course, the Stips, as always, leaned heavily toward the champion Killer Neptune. It's only a two-day timeout. The only moves that DW can use are those beginning with R, and she cannot use Defense Robot, and she has to dress up as our former owner here in RAWF, Lord Amadeus, which I have a feeling the maestro himself not too happy about. Your thoughts? quickly on this match, does DW stand a chance in hell here? Hmm. So, I think DW stands a chance in any match she's in, right? Just hands down. I think DW uh, is a serious contender uh, for a- for anyone in this company. But I don't know. I, 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 I don't think this one's her night. I don't think tonight's her night. Most likely not. I think Killer Neptune, of course, walks out still champion, choice champion. But as you said, we cannot count DW out completely. Uh, she is a skilled performer. She may find her way around it. Who knows? 
It would take a miracle, but if anyone can pull it off, it could be DW. All right, other matches. We talk about the shark cage match between Mark Caliber and his stepfather, Calvin Clark. If you've been paying attention, you will know that Mark Caliber went to kill a Neptune, of all people, to get him a shark cage to make sure uh, one that is sturdy enough to keep Mr. Fish, Dr. Fishbach, uh, from escaping. Uh, why you would have to worry about a doctor who's not a wrestler getting out of a cage, I'm not so sure. But uh, he went to great steps, great lengths to ensure that Dr. Fishbach um, remains above that cage. Uh, remains above the ring in that cage when he takes on his stepfather, Calvin Clark, the wonderful Calvin Clark, if you will. Your thoughts? Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't see how, I don't see how uh, Mark loses this match personally. I just, I mean, he's, he's got the experience, he's got the training. I, I think it's just going to be him hands down. I tend to agree, especially after him eliminating his brother from further REWF competition uh, last month at Graveyard Smash. I think Mark right now is on a roll uh, as far as these matches against his family go, and I don't think Dr. Fishbach uh, is going to get in the way. Bestie, We have a bestie beatdown, El Vacant. This one interesting. Nightcrawler taking on Miss Beauty Fatale. In a 200 health, illegal moves only, no DQ match. That was apparently they're best friends, but they're going to fight it like they're going to beat the hell out of each other at Black Friday. Uh, and then in a metal from hell match, the hardcore metal man to take on Alley Knight, 200 health, fire around the ring. You must have zero health to pin your opponent. And there we have that. Then Lord Dark Stinger special challenge match takes on the Lord of Pain Denunzio. If he wins this match, uh, AF James will have to come out of his retirement, go back into the ring, and face Lord Dark Stinger at Jingle Hell Rock. And then a special challenge match from the from the Black Friday preview scene as Hall of Famer Dev takes on the returning Queen of Winter Chaos, formerly known as Katrina Havoc. So that's what we've got, and let's see here. Let's take a look at some of the interesting other rankings matches that our good friend Randy M. Draw came up with. Uh, right here, here we go. See if any of these look interesting, and we want to keep our eye on them. Uh, well, the Cougar to take on the mysterious Eva. That's an interesting match right there. Uh, Paragon of Greatness will take on Papa Shaker. Both of them uh, been highly ranked as of late, so that could be very, very interesting. Uh, we have Judgment taking on Aaron McFadden. McFadden has been making some noise late here in our AWF, so good for him. Uh, and then, of course, the pretty it's a, it's the rest of the card everyone in RWF gets a rankings match but those are the interesting rankings matches that I see off the top of my head uh, so with that being said oh vacant uh, it's going to be an interesting evening here at Black Friday give me a bold prediction something I mean you, you've made predictions but tell me something you think might happen tonight that nobody is going to expect hmm I think it's going to happen that nobody's going to expect. 
Hmm. Not to put you on the spot or anything. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of a spot, but I'm trying to think. Like, I, I, I huh? I don't, I don't really know. Well, all right. Well, in that case, maybe nothing. Well, hopefully, we. I, I hope. I don't know if I expect, but I hope that Hogo Ezekiel defeats Lord Armad- or the Maestro of Madness and brings back Lord Amadeus. Uh, although I have a feeling that if that does happen, Amadeus is not going to be too happy when he finds out what happened to his hair. That that was that last week was very surreal to me, El Vacant, when the Maestro started shaving off the golden blonde locks of Lord Amadeus. Yeah, uh, look, I, I mean, I really want uh, Amadeus back, but I, I, he's going to be mad when he gets back. I just, if he does come back, he is going to be really, really angry. Agreed. Agreed. So, with that being said, let's talk about now some history Black Friday history here in RAWF. Did you know, El Vacant, this is the eighth annual RAWF Black Friday. This is I the eighth did one. did not know that. The first one was held here, and all of them have been here in Madison Square Garden, the very first one in 2013. Now, did you know that in every Black Friday except for one, the R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Championship has changed hands. I did know that, actually. There has only been one Black Friday where the title did not change hands. At the very first Black Friday in 2013, King Outlaw won an elimination chamber match to uh, win the World Heavyweight Championship. In 2014... Tank Girl won an Elimination Chamber match to win the World Heavyweight Championship. In 2015, it was the Immortal Griffith's second world title win when he beat Morgan Nightwalker at Black Friday in 2015. In 2016, Immortal Griffith won his fourth World Heavyweight title uh, over Morgan Nightwalker. It was the second consecutive year. So that was that. The only year that there was not a title change at Black Friday, well, at, sorry, 2017, Raven the Enchanted won her World Heavyweight Championship for the first time, first and only time against the Paragon of Greatness. In 2018, this, it was Lady Vex defeating Knox Boogie for the World Heavyweight Championship. 2019 being the only time that the World Heavyweight Championship didn't change hands at Black Friday. And then, of course, last year, the Immortal Griffith won it from Mithras, the title machine. Uh, so, so an interesting perspective there. How, how many times has Griffith walked out of this event with the World Championship? That would be three. Oh, yeah, another interesting tidbit, huh? All right. Now, let me go, let me go take a look. It's like 2019. Well, fairly enough, it was the main event at the, for the World Heavyweight Championship and the one title, one place that did not change hands. Claymore was the world champion. He successfully defended it against the Great Red Dragon. So that was the only time in Black Friday history that the world title did not change hands at this pay-per-view. So 
very interesting there, to say the least. But that is that is your world title history here at Black Friday. All right. So, with that being said, I'm going to bring on our first guest tonight. He has two title opportunities tonight here at Black Friday. He will be challenging Denzel the Giant for the men's championship. He'll be challenging the Hawkster Bully for the Fubar City title. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Because um, 
Denzel, I'm sure you can recall, uh, Dan, was actually the first uh, pay-per-view opponent that I faced here in RAWF at Immortal earlier this year. And, um, yeah, I beat him. Uh, that was that was a good feeling. Um, you know, there's months have passed since then. Uh, do I reckon I can still beat him again? Yes. Otherwise, you know, I'd take my ball and go home, quite frankly. But, you know, that's not what I do. I show up, I give the best I got, and I, well, recently win. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I mean... Yeah, Denzel's a tough guy. Uh, sort of, last time we faced, I can't exactly remember. The result might have won, might have lost. Doesn't matter. What matters is how I perform at Black Friday against the Good Soldier. And I intend on bouncing him from pillar to post and walking out your new RAWF men's champion well a good chance of it and do so if you do so congratulations and we will all be uh you know excited to see what you do with that title if you are to beat denzel then of course there's a fubar city championship which means possibly fighting out in the streets here in new york maybe out at times square uh you know down the parade route if you will Talk to me about taking on the Hawkster Boy for that Fubar City Championship and what you think you need to do to get it. Uh, well, Hawkster, eh? Um, you know, it's no secret that I've had my run-ins uh, multiple times with the necessary evil. Um, you know, uh, Hawkster is Hawkster's in a bit of a weird position where he's there was sort of hyped up for about a couple of months joining TNE and then is like you know I'm I'm shrugging my shoulders here just appeared and then that was that was kind of it um no doubt he's still a tough as balls competitor that's why he's a champion but if if you were to put TNE in a lineup and say, okay, which of these guys um, do you reckon you could bounce around the ring or Times Square like a pinball, I would no hesitation point directly to the Hawkster. <laughs> well, Marcus, definitely a huge night for you. The are you nervous at all? The butterflies flowing, or are you fairly confident uh, that you can at least walk out with one, if not two, championships tonight? Well, I'll be honest. If I were to say that I wasn't at least a little bit nervous, I'd be lying. But nervous isn't a thing that exists for me once I step between the ropes, once I step outside, if I, if you know, if needs must. It's a case of I have a one-track mind. I need to beat my opponent and claim whatever opportunity there is after that. In this case, it happens to be, uh, as you said, vacant 24 pounds of gold. And that's, that's all that's on my mind right now. All I have 
is those two beauties coming home to the Irish icon. All right. Well, Marcus, you in the past have been very outspoken about all the weird characters hanging around REWF, and I, I think you would agree that none are weirder than our new owner, the Maestro of Madness. What are your thoughts on this whole situation? Hopefully he's not listening too closely. Uh, <laughs> he can listen all he likes, quite frankly. Um, what do I think about him? Uh, I think that, um, well, first of all, I think the uh, Claymore must be in a Christmas mood. That's what I think. Why do you say that? Uh, well, why do I say that? Because he's gone and released the Ghost of Christmas Past, hasn't he? That's, you know, that's what... Speaking as someone that has yet to encounter um, the maestro, it's just sort of... I don't know. It's exciting a bit, but also, like... I was expecting something fierce, something like, I don't know, intimidating. Or some guy that walks around banning hot tubs and pickles. Oh, I'm terrified. I mean, you wouldn't say that if he electrocuted you. Well, he hasn't. He could just bust through, bust through the doors right now and just, you know, set this place on fire. But he's not going to. Because he can't. Also, it would be bad for his, you know, his company. I'm sure he likes having a radio station. That would be, you know, a logical thing to do. Which means, quite frankly, as long as I'm in here, I'm pretty much untouchable. I, I will there, point out that he's electrocuted many people in this very room. Dad. Myself included. Well, he's not electrocuted me, quite frankly. Um, and, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think he's a bit more smoke and mirrors than anything else. Oh, look at him with his fancy emerald eyes. Like, wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and look at emerald eyes all day. You see these? These are emerald eyes right here. I can't look at them right now, but they're there in my own skull. Emerald eyes. They don't, it's, it's just smoke and mirrors. Don't let it get to you. There's no point. It's just the maestro of special effects. Uh, I'm waiting for the thunder, but I guess. So am I. Just, hmm. Apparently, he's too busy. Whatever he's doing, preparing for Hobo to show up right now. Uh, so, um, good. It's, it's good. But Marcus. Two big matches tonight against Denzel for the men's championship, the Hawkster for the Fubar City Championship. Any final words for either of your opponents? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'll give some advice because that's what I do, and they should always heed it because, as I always say, the icon knows what's good for you. Don't underestimate me. I know this is my first time challenging for championships, but that doesn't mean that I'm any sort of pushover. Denzel, pal, I've beaten you once already. I can do it again. Hawkster, you're the weak link of TNE. I can smash you through anything. I I pretty much absolutely mullered Chris Cage 
at Radiversaries. That was fun. And guess what? I'm going to do a similar thing to you in Times Square. That will also be fun. And at the end of the night, I'm walking home with two bucks. All right, Marcus Conan, the Irish icon. Any questions for Marcus Elvagan? Uh, no, no, I'm good. All right. Marcus, thank you for joining us tonight. Good luck against Denzel and the Hawkster. Let's see if you can back them words up with a couple of championships. Good luck. Thank you very much. I certainly think that I will. Well, Vicky, you can't say the Irish icon isn't full of confidence. And no, I got to tell you, if I'm Hawkster right now, I would be really, truly insulted because not once, not twice, but three times, he got called the weak link of a group that has Teflon Chic in it. Oh, oh, good point. Extremely good point. Although I will point out Teflon Chic has had more World Heavyweight Championship opportunities than, uh, than the Hawkster. So just saying. All right. But moving right along, we're now time to bring on our Midnight Hobo Champion, she is... the heat up in here a little bit. Well, here, I'll keep you warm. Wait. There you go. Nice place for you to sit, nice and warm. I'm not allowed to. Because the, the maestro, remember, the maestro said no one's allowed to sit on your knee anymore. I, I, she, she's... I, 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 I don't want to get electrocuted. She's not here. Yet. I'm extremely, extremely shocked that he didn't show up when Marcus was talking shit about him just a little while ago. That's right. I mean, if he didn't show up for that, he's not going to show up for a redhead sitting on my knee. I mean, you know, that's that's Marcus all over. He's he's got the gift of gab. (sighs) So, Maeve, it was... I gotta ask, what is it with you having, like, teammates that that are, like, you know, Irish guys who like to talk a lot of shit? Have you met me, Vacant? 
Well, you're not an Irish guy. I mean, no. Last I checked. Well, so I, I I'm looking all, right now. I'm pretty sure it's still true. Area. So you're just trying to say, like, like an Irish trait is talking mad shit. Well, I get, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Part. Technically, it's Irish. It would be shite. <laughs> we, we always back it up. So it, it hadn't hurt us so far. So, Maeve, with that being said, yes. it, for the last 13 months, except for one week or one week period, you have been Midnight Hobo Champion. So for the better, for the last year and one month, Midnight Hobo Championship has been around your waist. Opponents have come and gone. Uh, you have been a dominant Midnight Hobo Champion, the most dominant female Midnight Hobo Champion in R.A.W.F. history. Tonight, you face another female, a very tough one, in a Starlight. Uh, your last-minute thoughts about facing Starlight tonight for that Midnight Hobo Championship? I mean, she's tough, and she, she's been on a winning streak. We've, we've seen her with the Saturday Night Bells, and she's been doing real well in the rankings and such. Uh, but I've got one key advantage over her that she just can't overcome. And that would be? I'm not British. Okay. <laughs> that You certainly are not. How does that give you an advantage over Starlight tonight? I'm confused. I... At this point, I, I, I would lean back and, and whisper something to Vacant, but I can't because I'm not allowed to sit on his knee. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna explain this in, in very simple terms for you. The Irish are always better than the Brits. That's that's just how it works. I don't make the rules. I can't I can't I can't help it. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. If that, if that breaks any British hearts out there. But. I, I, I think history might have take issue with that statement. Vaca. Hmm. Don't start with me. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. You're not on my knee. I mean, talk, talk to Boss Monster about that, because that's not my fault. For the record, if I didn't already um, want Hobo to win, I really, really want Hobo to win. Yes, and I wish people would quit invoking his name or talking about it, because if he shows up, I'm out of here. I'm going to say it. I was hoping he'd just stay away from the show and we could just get along to do this business we had to do and get out of here before he shows up. So how about we quit? I, mean, I, I, mean, I, always... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind him showing up if it weren't for the fact that I'm not allowed to ask him questions. Very rude. Um, but be courteous to Dan, who seems to be a little aggy. Uh, we will refute. We will refrain from talking about you know who. Did you just call me a little aggy? I look nothing like aggy. Uh, no, I, and he certainly doesn't set fires like aggy. I mean, and that's for the best. I mean, we we don't need the studio to be on fire, now, do we? No, no, we do not. All right, well, with that being said, uh, 
made. Let's take a look here. Last year at Black Friday, you were Midnight Hobo Champion. You just won. You'd won the title from Beast about a month before. Def successfully defended uh, the title against Beast last year at Black Friday. At Black Friday in 2019, let's see. Were you? You should have been here. I, I were. I don't. I don't think I had anything remarkable going on. I think it were just a rankings match. You're not wrong. I just would have, oh, took on Katrina Havoc. That was your match uh, two two what, years ago. What, at Black what I, I heard you say something earlier, and I, I were I were kind of distracted. What did you say she's calling herself now? Uh, the Queen of Winter Chaos is now her. Well, it's a name that she's used before. Uh, she went back to Katrina. She's gone back and forth a couple times on that. But well, apparently, that second precious. Apparently it is second precious. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that here, uh, just as a little side hustle. Uh, over under on Mark Caliber wanting to face off against her next month. Um, Vegas. I'm gonna go with it. Fits the pattern. It does fit the pattern. I mean, he does want it to. He has been taking on his former members of the Wolfpack. All right, I'm, con I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm going to interrupt. Because Starlight Last says she ain't British, and if she's not, and I implied that she were, then I'm very sorry because I certainly wouldn't want to insult anyone unnecessarily. But I'm confused because she's got an English flag as a backdrop. So Starlight Last, where are you from? I, I need, I need to inquiring minds need to know. But anyway, lads. Good question, and you are correct about that. I I, I have seen that background. Oh, she's oh she's a Yank. Okay, okay. British British Light. All right, that makes sense. Wow. I ooh, you're just trying to piss off everybody, aren't you? <laughs> like, you made like, you made the fair observation that that Irish people like to talk shite, um, and so I'm here to do it. You, Clearly, I, I would, I would say you have a problem with Anglo's, but being one yourself, I, I, I guess you, I, that wouldn't make sense. What did you just call me? Anglo? Yes, I, you qualify. I do not. I'm you insulted. do. You, you I'm do. a Gale. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think she's, I don't, I didn't, didn't, didn't realize she liked the fish. No, not oh, Anglo. Ang Oh, and Quo, sorry. Oh, my apologies. Oh, uh, Lad. See. I thought we were friends. And then you go and say something like that to me on the radio. Would, would you rather God Gringo or Gringa in your case? I would rather that than being called a feckin' Anglo. Besides, I was told I couldn't call people Anglos because it were insulting. Sex sake. I mean, if, if you if you just want to come out and say that I'm second white, I, I I know that I do own a mirror. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, easy, 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 easy. I have a feeling this whole maestro thing has just been putting a stress on everybody. Uh, how about we just relax? Um, um, how about we take a song break? Yes, song break. El Haker, won't you play us a song and we can all just. We're like, try to calm down and clear our heads. Oh, okay, okay. I, I have the perfect song for the occasion. 
Okay, just give me, just give me some to work. No way. Come on. I'm not into it. Give me some. Uh, uh, no, it's embarrassing. There's nobody here. Nobody wants to see you. Come on. I really, no, I really just don't want to do just it. Just give okay? me some. Come on. You're really good at it. Really? Yes. Come on. Are wait till you, you see the moves. No. Come on. No. Please.
are back on the Madness Radio Network. This is R.A.W.F. Black Friday, live from Madison Square Garden. And, uh, yeah. All right. So, so we all call down now. Like our tradition, you weren't here for it last year. I, I, what, that was turkey dubstep, correct? Of course, I'm hip with the cats. I know what I'm talking about. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Did you just say that? I did. Does it not? No. Didn't work. Hip with the cats. Is that what the young kids are saying these days? On their interface programs? I... Moving right along, we now bring on Mr. R.A.W.F. Uh, he, he loves this time of year, and of course, by the way, Elvigan, did you happen to see the Macy's Day per- Thanksgiving Day Parade yesterday? I, uh, I did, I did. Did, did you happen to see the R.A.W.F. float? I most certainly did. Yes, it was a thing of beauty. We'll go with that. We'll a thing of beauty. That. The R.A.W.F. parade float. If you all haven't seen it, there is a picture of it in the Black Friday preview scene. Uh, you can find that by going to the R.A.W.F. network and clicking on the R.A.W.F. preview scene with Sasha Camaro. Uh, further down in that picture, further in that scene, is a picture of the R.A.W.F. float at yesterday's Macy's Day parade float or parade, a Thanksgiving Day parade. And uh, it was something like that. But the man we have to thank for that is here now. He is. Yeah, I'll show you exactly where he is. Give me one minute to pull the picture up. 
you get a lot of takes a king eye. I missed that. I mean, I have to take I, a look I at did too. I didn't see him. Where was he? One second. Give me a second. Let me pull him up. One second, gentlemen. Uh, you did not know that I was going to be doing this. I would have already had it around. Oh, I'm taking a look. Oh, there he is. Okay, if you look right. If you look right, right in the front of the float, you see the little rings. I, yes, I see the rings, yes. That's, that's my story. He, he's there. He's, he's, he's zapping. He's amazing. He's, he's the one who's moving the, the float with his, hand, with, with his magical powers. He's like, see, there. He's there. He's there. He's all the little things that are controlling everyone. Yes. We'll go with that. I just, but the float was great. Uh, um, my judgment, certainly. So a job well yeah. done. I'm sure. Have you gotten any feedback from uh, the other the participants that aren't Lord Amadeus on there, the Immortal Griffith or Thurigon? No, I haven't heard anything from them yet. It was just it, it's, it's going to be interesting to hear what they got to say because the two people who I who, who who I admire and and think it would be pretty cool. You know that they're in, they should they should be overwhelmed that they're in there. I mean they're boom they're right there front and center. Well, I mean, it's not that they aren't uh, fixtures in R.A.W.F. and don't deserve to be on the float, so I can't think that they would be too upset, but then we will find out. You want another title of the float? What's that? Rub-a-dub-dub, three stooges in the float. Don't you mean rub-a-dub-dub, three clowns in a convertible? That's that's what you said. That's just what I said the other day. I, I just I just I just make up different things as I as I come along. Well, judgment, with that, with Thanksgiving being out of the way, that means we now will turn our attention once Black Friday is over to Jingle Hell Rock. And as we all Jingle know Hell Rocks. When Jingle Hell Rock comes around, a very special match that you always participate in oh, is yes. it comes around and that is the candy cane on a pole match. And usually you have an opponent uh, a very a tough opponent uh, for the candy camp. Any thoughts to having that match you get a Jingle Hell Rocket? You know, Dan, I, I got thinking about it. I said to myself, because I call myself self, I said, Self, you know, I'm 20, I'm, I'm 28 and 0 in this match. Undefeated. You're like? I'm, I'm 28 and 0, and I'm undefeated. And it's like, I've beaten everyone. I've beaten all the big, big names. I retired Luigi. I retired uh, uh, John Revelator. Uh, I've, I've just I've just done it all. I've, I've, I've beaten I've beaten beaten some of the top top names who have came in to to be in this uh, to be in, in in this match. I've, I've beaten um, you know Money Sue. I've beaten uh, Paragon. I've beaten the Killer Nip Die. I've beaten you know, Griffith came in and wanted to do it on uh, that. Uh, I beat him. Uh, I, I even beat the Irish 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 lady. 
Mabel, I, I, I meet her in her game. No, you know, so I, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the match. I'm going to retire the match because nothing is nothing. You know, I, I can't be. I've already beat everyone. There's nobody else to be. So I, I, I think I'm going to retire. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. I got an idea. I got an idea. Oh, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. You know what? Instead of me beating one person, how about if I beat a multitude of people? What? What? What, what, what about if I beat 16 people? I'm I, 16 people. What are you talking about? What about if we have a Jingle Hell Rocks presents Candy Cane on the Pole Battle Royal? Wait. A candy cane on a pole battle royal? Battle royal. So there will be you and 15 other people in a battle royal with candy canes on on poles fighting it out. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I've already beat everybody else. So I've already beat everybody one-on-one. So, you know, I'm 39 and 0. So, I mean, why, why not? Why not? <sighs> Just, yeah, 40 and 0. This is going to be my 40. I'm going to become 40 and 0 this year. How about that? And who are these 15 other people going to be, Joshua? I mean, we... <sighs> that's going to be a, some, that's going to be a good idea. I mean, I, I could pick, I, 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 I could pick sleeping. You know, people that are you know, don't 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 do much like our caliber. I could pick him. I could pick uh, you know a few other people, but. Spicy McHaggis, I could try to call him, but he's already retired. So, you know, how about how about we let sixteen, we let the first people that want to sign up sign up. But here's the thing: you can't just say you want to sign up. You're gonna to have to explain to me why you want to be in this match. So I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna post a sign up sheet tonight. And what you're going to do is you're going to go in there. If you're going to say, I want in, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Why don't you come in and tell me why? You know how, how Master Griff, how are you doing? Uh, or I, I make you famous. That's, that's his favorite, favorite lines, you know. What about if he, you know, people tell, explain why they should fight him for the title? I'm going to give these people a chance to... Um, to tell me why I should pick them to be in the Battle Royal. And, you know, here's the thing. Guys, come on. I'm going to be 49-0. and 0. This is going to be my 50th match. My 50th My 50th Candy Cane on the ball match. So do you, you got to you, come on. You don't want to see me go 50-0. and 0. You, want to, you want to stop me. So come on. Let's, let's see what you can do. Yeah, we'll post a scene after a while. As soon as the matches, as soon as, as soon as I leave here, I'm gonna go and I'm, I'm gonna post a scene, on a sign up sheet, and just tell me why you want to be in there. But what happens if the maestro beats Hobo and he joins the battle royal? Uh, I worship the ground that he flies upon. You know, Mister Cyclone. I mean, come on, Mister Masturbator is what I like to call him. He, he, you know, he. Everybody needs to be worshiping the ground he he flies upon because he is he is who he is I and mean, he's, uh, he, he's 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 the he's, he's the cream of the crop. 
Well, we that's a very interesting concept. So this year's Jingle Hell Rock will feature a candy the first ever candy cane on a pole battle royal. Hmm. I can't wait to see what happens here. Uh so yeah. All right. That's a uh, big news. Tell me why. Tell me why. Don't just go in there and say I want in. No, you're not gonna get that's not gonna get you there. I wanna know why you want in. If you want to stop me from becoming 60 and 0 in this match, come on, people. We 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 do. We've done this 50. I've done this 59 times, and I have beaten. I'm undefeated. So, you want to let me stop being 60? Come on, let's do this. Let's just let's see who can do this. Now I can say that Jingle Hell Rock is planned for December 26th, the night after Christmas, at the Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado. So. <laughs> Uh, that is the plan for Jingle Hell Rock, at least unless the maestro changes it for some reason. As I say, I'm, oh, I'm. Ah, all right. Well, Judgment, thank you for your time. Is there anything? You, you, one quick, you have a match against Aaron McFadden tonight at Black Friday. He's been kind of on a roll. What what uh, words of wisdom do you have for Aaron McFadden? I even know who Aaron McFavin is. All right. Thank you, Judgment. Appreciate your time. Ointment. I mean, I have to go get some ointment for him, I guess. We'll see what happens. All right. Thank you, a Judgment. That is Mr. R.A.W.F. And that's a huge announcement, Ovacant. What are your thoughts on this candy cane on a pole battle royal? Ovacant. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. big, uh, pretty big announcement there. You're right. It's, uh, I, I'm not exactly sure how the mechanics of that work. Are you just gonna have like a whole bunch of poles that people have to get different candy canes, or is it just it's that many people fighting and there's one pole with a candy cane and the person who gets it wins? I, I mean, how does that work? And if that happens, I mean, who? I mean, we all know what happens to the candy cane normally. What happens to the candy cane in this one? Well, I have a feeling that we're going to have to work out the details uh, in other, you know, have more details for you all next week on if, if I'm assuming we'll be here next week uh, for R.A.W.F. After Hours. Uh, just a reminder, though, folks, there will be no After Hours tomorrow night, nor will there be an R.A.W.F. Superstars on Sunday. The rest of the weekend, is, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm taking off to freaking Hawaii. I need a break. I don't know about you, Olegan, but I need a break from all this. There will not be an R.A.W.F. After Hours or an R.A.W.F. Superstars this weekend, uh, but we will are scheduled to return uh, next week, next Saturday night, here for R.A.W.F. After Hours or possibly Midnight Madness if the Maestro wins. <clears throat> but... Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he is the reigning world heavyweight champion. If he wins tonight against simply the best, he will become the longest reigning R.A.W.F. champion in history. Please welcome...
Immortal. Immortal. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the world heavyweight champion here in RWF. He is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Good evening, sir. How are you this fine, fine day? Well, night. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of nervous still. I'm, I'm... But at any rate, uh, Griffith, how are you, sir, going into this match with simply the best tonight, knowing what's at stake for you in RWF history? Well, look, I, I, I'm pretty confident. I mean, I'm always pretty confident, aren't I? Uh, I mean, he's a serious competitor. I will take him seriously, but he's standing between me and a uh, place in history, and we all know how I feel about that. Yeah, it is definitely. It will definitely be a place in history. You're successful against STB. You will beat Mr. Sis. Uh, eventually, record eventual record, uh, and become the longest reigning RAWF World Heavyweight Champion. That much is so. So, talk to me about it. Simply the best. You've already defeated him once back in at Radiversary a few months ago. Uh, but you know, is it easier or harder to beat somebody the second time than it was the first time in your experience? It really depends on the on the opponent. I mean, sometimes it's very similar match. You know, some people don't change. They're just like they are who they are and once you get to know them, they become predictable. Uh, so some, you know, if they're that way, you know, they become easier because you fought them. You know what they're like. Then you get, then you get the truly great people in this, in this industry, you know, that were, you know, they learn from a loss and they come back and they fight differently than they did before. And you have to kind of adapt on the fly and try to figure out like what's going on in their head. Are they going to do the same things they usually do? Or are they going to try things new? You know, are they going to bring out some new secret little, move or hold that they've been training in the background and not, you know, letting anyone see, uh, you know, it's hard to say. Like, I mean, someone of SDB's caliber, right? Like, the guy's had a very, very storied career, especially in the indies. You know, he's earned a name for himself. I mean, it's 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 a pompous name, but he's earned the name for himself. Um, and uh, look, I, you know, I, I, I beat him. I, look, I beat him pretty handily last time. I'll, I'll say that. You know, so I'm hoping I get the same guy I got last time and, and it'll be a nice cakewalk to go through and then I'll just, you know, get my little record and be a happy day. I don't expect that to be the case. One does not stay in the top ranks of RAWF by being that guy, right? Indeed. Indeed. And Black Friday, as history goes for you, has been usually very successful as you have won two of your world, your <clears throat> several World Heavyweight Championships at Black Friday. Uh, might even be in three, if I remember correctly. So I did three. That, yeah, three. So I had it right here. Where was it? One moment. Ah, there it is. So let's take a look. Back in... as. Back in 2015, no, I'm sorry, you know something? I was wrong earlier when I said that you won the title from Morgan Knight. Well, that was at Graveyard Smash. You actually lost the title at Black Friday in 2015 to Alec Remington. Yeah. But yeah. You, won, you won the title for the second time, or for the third time, no, okay, fourth time, there it is, from Morgan Nightwalker at Black Friday. Um so, actually, mixed results for Black Friday for you. However, 
last year at Black Friday, defeating Mistress to become World Heavyweight Champion for the sixth time? Is that right? One, two, yes. three, four, five, yeah, six times. So, then you went on to lose it to Claymore a month later, but then regained it from Claymore in March and have had it ever since. So, that being said, uh, history proves, actually, history says you're going to do good if it keeps it up. However, history also says the world title has changed hands more often than not at Black Friday. Um, does that concern you in any way, shape, or form? No, no, it doesn't. I mean, I if I were a superstitious person, that would bother me, but but I'm not. It's you know, patterns 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 happen. They don't create what's going to happen next. They are they are just a symbol of what has happened before. So fair enough. <clears throat> With that being said, any final words for simply the best? I'd say good luck but I wouldn't mean it. Um, I'd say, you know, use the cliche of bring your A game, but A, I don't really care if you do or don't. Um, frankly, I, I kind of hope you get food poisoning between now and getting to the ring. Uh, it would make my life easier. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, all right, jokes aside. Uh, simple the best, look, STB, whatever you want to be called. Come out fighting. It's your only shot. And it still isn't a very long one. All right. That is your, for once, your only match of the evening as neither your ultimate gauntlet or supreme title, supreme fighter championships will be on the line. So that I think also would be to your advantage against STB that you will be his, he will be your sole focus here tonight at Black Friday. That's true. It's it is it has been a while since I've only had to face one person at a pay per view. That is, it is it's sort of it's sort of unique. I almost feel like that might be a problem. Like because usually I use the other matches to kind of warm up and be ready for that main event. And now I'm going to have to like go into the match cold. Well, certainly is certainly is going to be an interesting situation. And Griff, one last question: hmm. if 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 you do succeed and become the the longest reigning REWF champion, how much how much pride will that give you? Oh, an immense amount, an immense amount. That's uh, you know, it's and and let's be clear, it's just it's just a step, right? You know, if I if I make that thing, then I have to keep winning to make that gap larger and larger, to make it harder for someone else to try and come back and take it. That's true. That that is true. Once you win tonight. And uh, future title defenses will be to extend that that record reign for as long as possible. So, all right, Griffith, good luck to you tonight against simply the best. Oh, one question, one more question. Hmm. Now that hmm. I think about it, we, how did you like being a part of the RAWF float yesterday in the thanks Macy's Thanksgiving oh. Day Parade? Uh, aside from you know a certain wise ass's little naming of the float, I would say that it was it was great. You know, look, I mean. You're gonna put a you're gonna put a float out there representing R A W L. Who who else? Did I say R A W L. It did, didn't I? R A W F, not Elf. It's not Christmas yet. Um, if you're who else? Who better to put on the on the float than you know 
you're you're world champion. Of course I should be on there. And you got Paragon, one of the one of the guys that's out there, always out there being a face of the company. I mean that makes sense. L.A. You know, hope knock on wood. Hopefully we get him back to normal after tonight. But uh, you know, it's it it was a it was a great compliment. You know, aside from his little jabs that he can't help but make. You know, we all clearly see that that you know judgment clearly understands who the true faces of the company are, you know, and he put them out there to help celebrate R.A.W.S. So good for him. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, he is your World Heavyweight Champion. He faces simply the best. If he wins, he will extend extend his title reign to a record R.A.W.S. longest world title reign in history. Good luck, Griffin. Thank you. Next up, she is the first lady of anarchy. Ladies and gentlemen, she is. (laughs) (laughs) What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Maybe we can do a duet. I I really don't know at this point. 
she's she's an enigma, like you said. She. Hello. Yes. Oh, she, you stopped at mid sentence. I didn't hear the end of that sentence. She's, she's a bit what? She's a bit. Uh, she's like an enigma, like you said. Indeed, she definitely is, and she is actually doing quite well. She has been doing quite well for the uh, newcomer that she is. So, uh, could be an interesting challenge for you uh, as tonight at Black Friday. You have a quite the history at Black Friday yourself. Uh, you were actually a participant in the, ver the very first Black Friday back in 2013. You were a, a participant in the Elimination Chamber for war for the World Heavyweight Championship. Do you remember being a part of that? And, uh, and I... how? You do? Hello? It was, it was a, uh, can you hear me? Yes. It was really exciting. It was a new concept that we hadn't had here yet in RAWF, so it was a real honor to go up against some of those people that were in the other elimination chambers. Yes. Your opponent, you're, you, were, you were in there. You were the only female uh, in that elimination chamber. The other participants were King Outlaw, Hollywood, Brick Brutal, Money Sue, Jonathan Taylor, two of those are Hall of Famers, and Caden Steele. So it was a, a grueling match that was eventually won by King Outlaw, but you had a good showing, if I remember correctly. So uh, that was definitely a memory to uh, for you in Black Friday history. Uh, let's take let's go a little back to last year when you were a Fubar City champion. You defended that against Hotshot Chaz. Uh, who at the time was fairly new, was fairly young. I don't believe he was part of Anarchy at the bulk time. He would later become a member before having to retire due to injury. Uh, your thoughts on remembering facing Hotshot Chaz last year? I believe that match, his showing in that match is what determined his acceptance into the family. Because even though... I knew going in, he wasn't ready, kind of like when I gave Maeve that estrogen title shot when she first got here. I kind of knew they weren't ready, but I also knew they would at least give me a little bit of a challenge. You know, I could play with my food a little bit, and then I would get to eat it. match certainly two years ago at black friday however you had two titles going into black friday you defended the estrogen championship against lady vex and then were you were also at the time white lightning champion uh the one time you know the one time you took time off from bgming the high voltage invitational to jump into it you won it and uh, won the White Lightning Championship. You defended the title that night against Claymore. Any thoughts on the memories from those two matches? Vex is always a challenge. She's just, I miss her, actually. Um, and then Claymore, I was actually surprised that I retained against Tim. And then I figured out him attempting to be a good man. <clears throat> You notice I said attempting to be because, you know, anyway, um, I noticed he didn't use certain moves, so I kind of made sure I hit him with those. 
Well, it's definitely a banner evening for you two years ago at Black Friday. Uh, let's see here. 2017. Was that true? Now, that might be going back too far. 2018. Here's 2018. Let's take a look here. I think I was on hiatus that year. You might have been on hiatus. I'm not seeing you on the roster here. So, yep. But Black Friday has been good to you in the past. Maybe we will see, hopefully tonight, uh, against Eva, it'll be as a special night for you as well. All right. So, with that being said, anything else you want to discuss about anything go- the Anything Goes Championship or uh, anything that's going on here in RAWF? Because I like to guarantee a White Lightning uh, contender for the pay-per-views, I concentrated on that one more than anything goes. So anything goes matches will be set tomorrow. Um, I also want to let the competitors know in that one, just because that list is put in there, that's who I've actually finished looking their matches over. There are some matches that I'm looking at because it'll say one move, but it actually is another move. So I'll have to make sure those people get added in. So don't sweat if you're not in that list. You will get your matches if you won correctly. And then on to high voltage. So far, securing a spot for next season is simply the best. Denzel Giant and Killa Neptune. Of course, we have that fourth spot left for Chris Cage or Mithras, whoever does not have the title at the end of their match, they do have the opportunity to take that match. If for some reason they do not want it, it will be Killa Neptune. All right. Thank you, Coops. Elvacate, any questions for the lovely Cougar? Uh, I mean, I'm still kind of chewing on the fact that, you know, she gave a match to Maeve because she wanted to eat her. I just, Say what? Huh? Well, you know, she I like said, to I meet every I, now and then. I gave her a shot because I wanted to play with my food a little bit and then eat it. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Kinky. Huh. Are you shaming her, Vacant? No, I would never. <laughs> I'm. I may say, you know, I, you know, I. I Where's the video? You know, Pixar didn't happen, but it's the same. Cooks, I have to ask, because you've been pretty silent on the whole matter of, of the maestro. Uh, we're, uh, I'm assuming you're, you're, you're with the rest of us here that, you know, we want to see Hobo Ezekiel win tonight and the maestro go bye-bye in L.A. come back, right? Right? Sorry, who, do you, who are you talking to? Coops. Okay, just a second. I didn't think you asked me a question. Coops, are you still with us? Yes. I'm still with you. Well, are you can you answer the question? How where do you stand on this whole maestro thing? I would prefer not to be lynched. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, not sure what to make of that, but all right. So, Coops, thank you for your time. If there's anything else you have to say, uh, feel free to do so now. 
I, I'm good for now. All right. Oh, well, I'm vacant. This is Black Friday. Of course, we know Hobo Ezekiel. Do you, I'll make it, I, I realize, you know, the maestro is probably not the best competitor in the world. We know he hasn't won very many matches uh, during the time, but do you really think Hobo Ezekiel to be the one to get rid of the maestro one and get us Lord Armadeus back? I mean, I would feel much more comfortable. You you hope so. I don't like hearing a hope. I was hoping you'd actually build me up. You want me to, to think good of Hobo, right? I mean, Hobo is actually an incredible, actually an incredible in-ring performer. I, I, I mean, it's, 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 um, I'm out of here. Good night, everybody. I'll wake it. You're on your own. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. How did you get such a puny name? 
What do, what do you mean, puny? It's a wonderful name. I am, I am L. 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 Vacant. It sounds like a cheap motel. I mean, you're not the first to actually say that, but, you know, look. Look. I am... How do you explain? Um, so, uh, I made a name for myself very early in my career in Mexico, um, where um, I would face people who had titles, and when they were done, whether I won or not, that title would become vacant because they were no longer able to, to, uh, to, to perform. Uh, I, I, I may have, you know, sidelined a bunch of people early in my career. And so the crowd started calling me Elvin. That wasn't actually my original ring name, but it stuck. So I, I went with it because, you know, in Mexico, that's very common. If the crowd gives you a name, you, you adopt it. So in other words, you got the name from being the biggest paper champion in the, biz, in the entire business history. That's probably also fair. Uh, it says here in your contract that I actually that R.A.W.F. actually owns your name, L. Vacant. Did you know this? I'm not sure how they could. Uh, I've had the name long before I was with R.A.W.F. Uh, maybe. Well, if he was here anymore, you could ask OLA about it, but I have a feeling. Oh, I'll ask him I mean, um... Hobo, hobo, hobo. You dared to put your scraggly little mitts in my business. The only good thing about Hobo Ezekiel is he smells like hell. <laughs> Other than that, he's a maggot to be squished. And when all is said and done, the madness is already spreading. Have you not seen it, Elvikid? Have you not felt it? We are starting to get stronger and stronger every day. Uh, I have uh, I have noticed that things have been a little uh, interesting around the company. <laughs> Had agree. So now, Hobo Ezekiel, tonight at Black Friday, you will feel the full power of the badness. And you'll be gone, just like Amadeus, just like Amadeus's hair, just like Amadeus's office. Everything about you will be erased. And then the rest of you will fall in line. <laughs> Enough. Enough of this. El Vacant, this show is over. Say good night to the peons. Um, good night, peons. <laughs> good night, peons. Next week, 
Midnight Madness. Black Friday. Ha, 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 ha,